Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 25th of May, 2016, and this is The Gap, episode 322. Uh, I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gurry's here. Yellow. And uh, what's happening? You've been sick. I've been sick. I have been sick. Uh, I think, you know, uh, a lot of the haters get to me. Ah, they, oh, were, they were wishing upon like a, a deadly flu for you. Yeah, and it worked. It worked. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, yeah, no, I'd been sick, but, uh, that's about it. I was sick enough that I didn't actually play any games on the weekend. Wow. That's, that's pretty bad. Yep. Yeah. You were at that, at that point where like you just couldn't see cause your eyes were watery and that sort of thing. Is that why? Yeah. And like, yeah. I'm like, I'm too achy to sit in my fucking chair and yeah. Fart about on fucking games. I did actually wind up playing some games, mm-hmm. playing, playing some rainbow. <clears throat> okay. But I wasn't good. No, because you won 100%. Yeah. Um, I did actually, to qualify that even further, uh, there was a moment, there was one round where I think I had the right amount of like sort of uh, apathy, mm-hmm. which I think is how you approach the game. You approach it with this sort of sense of apathy as to what's going to happen to you that sees you get into all kinds of situations and then... Uh-huh. Uh, you somehow managed to come out of it on the other side okay, which is always odd to me. But uh, So I was approaching with the apathy, mm-hmm. and uh, that wasn't working out very well for me. But then uh, my cold and flu drugs kicked in just enough yep. to bring me just right to the edge, to the Luke edge. Yeah. And I was just a fucking, I was a god. Yeah. I was like You're in the one kill away from a full wipe, <clears throat> two rounds in a row and shit, like just- murdering fools mm. yeah that can happen sometimes like you get into a focus where you know you could be really sick but you're at a stage where you're focusing so much that you don't notice that you're sick anymore yeah. like i used to have that happen a lot with sports oh uh, yeah uh, where you could be um you know quite ill mm-hmm. you know in, in terms of the flu or something like that but i could still play basketball for 30 minutes i'd feel like shit afterwards but while mm. i was playing it, it kind of was something that was in the back of my mind so I think adrenaline kicks in as well. <clears throat> One time, yeah. I uh, I blew my ankle out. Uh, and playing video games? No, playing <laughs> soccer. Playing Dance Dance Revolution. Playing Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, playing soccer, <clears throat> and uh, and I got back up and continued. I finished the game out, and uh, I knew I I knew I'd done something because uh, I, I couldn't stand on it for like a minute after I did it. But then I just sort of walked it off, and then when I took my shoe off because uh, I had uh, those shin guards that sort of went around the ankle and everything. Yeah. When I took my shoe off and I took my shin guard off, my ankle literally like expanded two and a half times its size. I'm like, oh, fuck, I've done something here. And I couldn't even like, I couldn't even accelerate my car <laughs> to try. Oh, man. What do you yeah, do? Do I you like start all the way up? Oh, get man. a stick and start poking the the throttle <laughs> no i i, I uh, just moved up and used my heel instead and so instead of turning my foot to use the accelerator i had to like push my leg down yeah to, to accelerate it's pretty fucking dumb because um, i also had to brake with my other foot because it just felt too dangerous i was in an automatic uh so it wasn't that bad but go-kart driving isn't really very smart yeah and i didn't have my license so <laughs> This is a whole clusterfuck. Um, yeah. Anyway, good times. I always had that phobia of like, what would happen if I rolled my ankle? Uh, <laughs> How would I get home? 
Uh, yeah. Well, but it, it never know. happened, like, surprisingly. In a, in a game where you roll your ankle quite a lot, it mm. never got to the point where, shit, I can't walk. <laughs> well, you still play, don't you? No, no, I stopped. Oh, you stopped for good? Yeah, I, I, I've been told not to play. <laughs> oh, shit. My busted shoulder. Oh, bummer. That yeah. sucks. Can't yeah. you throw on Uh No, I'm right-handed. Sorry? Sorry. <laughs> So just chuck it underarm like granny style. That's not just how it works. Dribble down the court and then stop and fucking underarm it. Well, I could still shoot with one hand. I just <laughs> yeah. can't do much with the other one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I uh, I composed. I composed some responses. I've been stewing. I've been sitting here stewing over my many, many no longer imagined detractors. Mm-hmm. And I've composed a response that I'm sure they won't listen to because if you're listening to this podcast, you've already come to terms with the idea that uh, we're always right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and the yeah. people that listen aren't idiots. That too. Yeah. So that's a strong tick in their favour. Uh, but uh, I'm going to read out read out some of my responses anyway. Okay. So, the first point I wanted to make, right, and we've t- talked about this before, but I I was just sitting there, you know, feeling sorry for myself, feeling sick, trying to get some work done, trying to procrastinate. Uh, I think the Cavs had just lost again to the Raptors. This was yesterday. And I'm like, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm too grumpy, so I'm going to... Just, you know, write down a bit of a, do some therapeutic writing, get my thoughts out. And I struck upon this, uh, this idea because, uh, I was watching Die Hard mm-hmm. and, uh, I jumped onto IMDb to work out, um, to find out exactly why something I noticed was occurring. So I don't know if you've seen this ever before. But uh, like I noticed it while I was sick and watching Die Hard for, the, I don't know, the 400th time. The first one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, that's the movie I watch when I'm sick. And, uh, and when Alan Rickman fires a gun in that movie, he flinches away from it yeah. every single time because he's, he's scared of the noise. And it doesn't like match with the you know image of his uh, character, badass terrorist at all. Um, so they have to cut away really quick. But I noticed it when he uh, shot um, uh, fucking chairman um, at the start of the film. I'm like, did he just flinch in a rewound? And yeah, he flinches. And uh, yeah, I was you can't not see it once you've seen it. Uh, so I had to Google, I had to look into whether or not that was the case. And uh, I, I rolled up on the Metacritic for Die Hard. The Metacritic score for Die Hard is 7 out of 10. Oh, so it's, a, it's an average. Die Hard is my favorite movie of all time, right? It's like, it's, yeah, it's the one, like I've seen it like 400 fucking times or something. I've seen it a ridiculous amount of times. I watched it... Um, I watched it like I watched it as a Christmas movie before it became a Christmas movie that people watch 
before it became cool to watch it at Christmas or whatever. And uh, it's got a 7 out of 10 on Metacritic. And Roger Ebert gave it a 5 out of 10. He gave it, a, he gave it two stars out of four. And uh, nobody who was really attached to Die Hard would have written Roger Ebert crazy fucking emails or tweets or Facebook messages unsolicited or, you know, terrible things to say on their IGN wall for whatever reason or uh, the other one. Or, or nobody made a petition to have <laughs> Roger Ebert removed as a reviewer uh, or the Chicago Sun-Times removed as a re- reviewer or stopped from reviewing movies or something. But uh, that's how people reacted to my 7.1 out of 10. It's just bananas. So, uh, like, and what's crazy about it is that the game isn't that great. And people are eventually going to work it out. Like, I've been right before, motherfuckers. Three months from now, I guarantee you... Maybe six months from now, Bethesda's going to announce Doom Two, and they're going to they're going to swear that they're going to fix everything that wasn't great about Doom, and they're going to list basically just point for point the things I said <laughs> weren't great the because they, it happens over and over. Yeah, we're going to actually make the multiplayer ourselves this time, and we're not going to restrict you to just twelve monsters in Snap Map, which is ludicrous. And uh, we're not going to do these crazy arena things. And we might pace the game a bit better so that you don't get all of the fucking weapons in the first half of the game. You don't see all the monsters in the first half of the game. We might wait and chuck some surprises in there at the end or something. It's just going to be a point-for-point list of what they actually need to fix, which is exactly what I said they needed to fix. Here's Joe's review. This is what we're fixing. (laughs) <laughs> this is what we're like all the bad things, but we're going to keep all the good stuff. Uh, that's that's our game plan, and uh, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh, thank God! I, I hated those things, and I always did." And uh, and it's going to be one of those things where I'm just sitting there going, "Well, how come you know when I said it on launch, I got a lot of shit about it? Doesn't matter. Anyway, here are the things that people have said about my review." Which is why, like, to say that that it's it's a fucked up review. Uh, Doom is what shooter fans want. The reviewer just doesn't get id shooters, which is uh, straight up a quote from one of the comments on the IGN review, uh, and that's just fucking ridiculous, uh, patently ridiculous. I've played. I bet. I bet I've played more id games than. I don't know, 95% of all humans alive. I've More hours of id games, anyway. Um, just just because of how much Quake 3 I wound up playing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. If Doom is what shooters fans want, then, uh, you, know, you know, I never... I, I hate to point at uh, quantity being an indication of quality, which is why I always throw uh, the Transformers selling a lot, right, uh, at people who say, oh, you know, such and such sold a lot, so it must be the best. That's not what I'm saying here. But if 
if a, if something is an indication of what people want, then sales would be a fair indication of it. And Call of Duty continues to sell more than any shooter on the planet. So uh, Call of Duty is actually what shooter fans want. Uh, whether whether people like it or not, whether hardcore fans like it or not, Call of Duty is actually what shooter fans want. Doom Which is, is why it gets nines. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it gets nines because it's like perfectly polished most of the time. Uh, and when it's not, it gets slammed. But uh, yeah. Cod Ghosts got an 8.8, but Doom got a 7.1. You're an idiot. Uh, clean that, I clean that quote up a bit. Um I didn't review Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty Ghosts for IGN. I reviewed it for Games on Net, and I fucking shit on it from up on high. Uh, Bethesda mustn't have paid you enough. I don't work at IGN. I'm a freelancer. And I get paid a flat fee for writing anything, and that occurs everywhere. So my wagon isn't actually hitched to IGN success. So even if Bethesda did pay IGN, and they didn't. 100% they didn't, but even if they did pay IGN a fee for a good review score, I wouldn't have seen any of it, and it wouldn't have influenced my review. That's ridiculous. And further to that, did did they just, like, what? Did Bethesda have an installment plan going and miss some payments or something? Because Fallout 4 got a fucking 9.5 on IGN. But now Doom gets a 7.1? Like, what, what's going on there? And you stupid fucking logic, you fucking morons. <laughs> have you thought this one through? No, I don't think you have. Um, actually, I did see someone bring that point up. And uh, and one of the responses was, well, Fallout 4 definitely wasn't worth a 9.5. So they're obviously paid. And, like, they made... that. That was the response without, like... Even a fucking... They didn't even blink. They're just like, yeah, well, you know, obviously it's paid. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that, how do you get to there? How do you get to this point? Are you, yeah, holy shit. Like, have you seen that Rick and Morty thing where he's talking about how... Um, no. You haven't seen any Rick and Morty? No, just at your house. Uh-huh. Well, as you know, he makes this makes this speech about how, you know, people don't complain about the word retarded because they're trying to suppress speech. They're, they're just talking about a, uh, you know, they're trying to take control of something that's a bit bigger than them and try to protect some people who are smaller than them. So when I say the word retarded, uh, I am being very specific. Uh, it is backwards thinking to think that uh, game reviewers are paid by publishers. And uh, obviously uh, there are parts of uh, massive website conglomerations to get paid by publishers. Those parts are the marketing departments or the sales departments, not the editorial departments, which are 100% separate. Uh, and yeah, uh, if you do want to like look at uh, areas where those things aren't separate, uh, people should have a look into... Um, how much PR is now spending on what they like to call influencer marketing? Because uh, there's no marketing department at your favorite YouTuber's house. Or they don't have a sales. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a sales guy at your friendly Twitch 
streamer. Uh, they are one and the same person. Sometimes they have a manager, uh, but invariably uh, the direction and decisions all go to the streamer or YouTuber themselves, uh, which is why things like the Ronku program with EA uh, exist, uh, made waves ages ago, but still exist. <laughs> yeah, nobody said anything, and they still exist today. Where you can get up to four to five times what you get out of Google's. Sorry, uh, out of your fucking uh, what are they called? Multi M- M- MCN multi channel network. Four to five times what you'd get out of the CPMs for your MCN, uh, which is significant considering you're already getting about four to five times what you'd get out of your MCN CPM than you would out of Google's CPMs. So uh, that's how much money you get per thousand clicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all you have to do is, if not say that a game is good, just don't say that it's bad. Yeah. Don't say anything negative about it to get Ronku money. Uh, that's not necessarily, necessarily Ronku all the time. Uh, lots of publishers do it. But, um, yeah, game reviews never, ever, ever had anything like that going on, which is garbage. Uh, did you see this guy, the video of this guy playing? He can't even play games. He hates it. Because he's terrible. Maybe IGN should get someone who can actually play games. Maybe these people who are, keep making this mistake should uh, realize that that was Polygon's video, not IGN's. <laughs> uh, Same site, though, isn't it? Yeah. Must be, right? Oh, it's a big website, and I hate it. So, uh, um, But, yeah, uh, saying I, I can't analyze fucking Doom because Polygon can't play the game properly... Is just fucking idiotic. Uh, and that's all I got. Um, the rest of it is mostly just, you know, pure vitriol. But, yeah, I, I analyzed the, the comments and most of the criticisms come down to those specific things. Uh, one person did say that my uh, comments were unfounded. But I took him to task on Twitter because that's how I roll. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Well, that petition, I signed it. The one that was, oh, yeah. wanted people to remove IGN's or your review from Metacritic. Yep. Yeah, I signed it. You were just one of <laughs> 1,600. Ah. So, uh, <clears throat> just a small drop in the pond. And they, I still couldn't get it removed. Like, what do I got to do? Who I got to pay, Job? You got to go bigger than that, man. Yeah. Dream bigger. Um, but yes, I was pleased. I went on the IGN podcast last week, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, they, uh, they were comparing the sorts of shit that Lucy was getting with the sorts of shit that I was getting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were crowing about how Lucy was winning, but, uh, I checked and her, uh, her petition only got 40 signatures. Mine got 1600 and, I believe, uh, last time I checked anyway, uh, and I don't have access to the back end, but I did a pretty decent check. Uh, my Doom review is the most disliked video on IGN's YouTube page ever. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, who's winning now? (laughs) Yeah. You've got stats to prove it. 
I got the numbers. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Thank you, Jay-Z. See, LeBron was quoting Jay-Z. That was it. Yeah, I don't remember what he was saying. But uh, he was saying, uh, if I... Uh, if I hit you, no, if you hit me, uh, you know, you get one over me. If I hit you, I make you famous. It was, it rhymed, whatever it was. So you just automatically thought it was Jay-Z? No, no. No, someone else said it was Jay-Z. <laughs> and then they linked to the rap genius. I just, I, I would I would live on rap genius. I love that fucking site. It's amazing. It's reading hilarious interpretations of rap lyrics yeah speaking of rap lyrics we got some feedback last week about our show did we i I believe so weren't you replying to them (laughs) on facebook was i oh yeah oh yeah people seem to have liked that the um yes the interview i you know you know i'm sick you know i'm cold and flu shit like, what the hell, man? Um, but yeah, no, we should look at that pretty well, which is cool. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm cool to do it more, more often. Um, just sort of fold in an interview if we can, yeah, if we can get it. I guess the hard thing is that usually when <laughs> when I am doing that, it's for other sites, mm-hmm. <laughs> and to do two, yeah, can be quite hard. Unless, unless we hold back some um, goofier questions for the gap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. We'd have to we'll have to pick our battles mm-hmm. so that we don't wind up asking goofy questions to a person who's just going to answer with, oh, we're not talking about that right now. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that, that was pretty good. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Uh, what else we got? Uh, well, just to keep going with that, I played Master of Orion. Oh, well then. A little bit of that. What did you think? How'd you go? Um, I played some of the tutorial. Yep. And then um, I, I thought I had an idea of what I was doing. It seemed like pretty civilization to me. Um, you yep. can definitely see like its influences in some a lot of the things it does in there. Yep. So I, once I did the tutorial, I kind of jumped into a, a main game and started that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the main differences to between that and uh, between Master of Orion and, and Civilization is the landscape, like how you move around. Um, it seems like at the moment, like it's a lot of a smaller environment, but that could just be because I'm not too familiar with how things kind of interconnect with each other. Uh, you know, having played Civ for 20 something years, yeah, um, like I know how that game works. <laughs> yeah. And, and I understand like, uh, mostly intricacies about the game and the landscape and what this um, piece of land that I'm standing on does, you know, this mountain or, or or beach or stuff like that. Whereas at the moment, I'm not too sure as I'm going from planet to planet what all this stuff kind of, where it's going to take me. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of, I guess, the main thing that I'm trying to figure out at the moment is explore and, and figure out what, as I get further down the... the um, the research timeline, like what that opens up to me and the things that are kind of surrounding my colonies at the moment. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. It's definitely very interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm having a lot more fun with it than I was with uh, Space Civilization. Uh, what was that one called? Galactus? Galactic? Uh, Galactic Civilization. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, um, only because that felt more like a mod or, or something like that. Um, like, right. like some sort of skin on top of civilization. Yeah. Uh, and it was a cool idea and, and that sort of thing, but it just didn't grab me as much. Um, I'd rather just play the the main thing, which is cool because that's coming out this year. Wait, um, Galactic Civilizations felt like a mod for Civ? Or yeah, yeah. Galactic Civilization felt okay. like a mod for Civ, Civ yeah, okay. like space mod. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think we talked about Civ Five being announced at, at all. Anyway, so that's coming out. Oh, this didn't. Year. Yeah, it is. Uh, I I am interested, but uh, I want to see the changes. Yeah, it just seems like they've added a lot of what was in the the expansions, like Gods and Kings, and um, the other one, which I can't remember. I don't know. As uh, long as I don't know, they. I want them to add what they did with Beyond Earth into the main game to be honest which is what simplify it uh <laughs> no no like add the um the complex interactions between like science religion and military if i recall correctly like um they just seem like they were uh, or organics and cybernetics and stuff like that like just sort of expand the end game and i know it's you know, hard because a lot of people don't make it to the end game or whatever, but mm, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's um, what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, but I guess with uh, Master of Orion, it's cool to have your spaceships and kind of jump around different sectors and, yeah, um, you know, mine mine certain asteroid fields and set up defenses and uh, I'm not too far in I'm probably about two hours into my my game um, so I'm still just getting the hang of <laughs> what I should be doing um, yeah. I'm in a stage at the moment where I'm trying to take out pirates and just exploring like my scouts are just going bonkers all over this galaxy um, and just trying to figure out where should I ex- be expanding next I think I've got like three planets at the moment which is not much at all and um, I, I'm on my way to <laughs> quite a dis- decent distance from where I'm at at the moment just to kind of get something that's a bit bigger uh, in terms of a planet with more resources. Yeah. But then I don't know how that's going to affect um, things later on. Anyway, it's my first game, so I'm just kind of winging it at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking of just going and checking out some tips and seeing what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um getting an idea of like uh you know should i be we're focusing on uh expanding my my growth and then how many planets do you have in my in my uh area yeah no just how many planets are you on? Uh, i'm on three planets okay well i i reckon expand to about five you don't want to go too many more because other races start to get annoyed about it mm. um and uh yeah, and then sort of split stuff up. You want to have two planets doing military, two planets doing um, production, and yeah, production and or, or science, science, sorry, and uh, the other one just sort of really knuckling down and yeah, churning out uh, money. Okay, yeah. So you want to expand your population as much as possible, manage the pollution as much as possible. And then, yeah, I have sort of focused. It's one of those things. It's one of the things I forgot mm-hmm. that you're supposed to do in Master Ryan. Is buy things. Uh, no, is uh, like have roles for your planets. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
Oh, it's far more important than in like in uh, Civ. I always have like a I don't know, like a driving idea for a city, but it's always pretty generalized. All of my cities are always pretty generalized. Yeah. Uh, they can sort of do it all, but yeah. uh, in this, yeah, you want to have them fucking hammering down to make sure. Because, uh, like, otherwise you wind up with too much maintenance mm-hmm. and you're not able to manage the maintenance. And, uh, yeah, so hmm. that's it. The one thing I think is really interesting is the the combat, how you can take over. Mm-hmm. Um, the combat scenario and not have it play out in like a simulation. Yep. Um, in in civilization or even this, like it'll show you the percentage chance of winning uh, an encounter. Yeah. Um, but you can also take it over in this one, and it, it throws up like a little a little map, and you can move the the units around and um, hide them in between asteroids or um, nebulas, and uh, yeah, that can affect the outcome of the um, the engagement which i think is really interesting and i hope that uh we see that in some future civ games that'd be pretty cool as well yeah yeah definitely uh it's it's been something that's sort of been like a mainstay of the series um so yeah uh i don't know it's uh it's always been really cool you should always also stick around a bit with uh the ship Ship thing, the ship designer. That's it. Uh, ship designer. Yeah, because you can sort of make your own ships, and you can have your own. Oh. Uh, you can like really customize your fleet, and it's hard to do until you're at a stage where your fleets are fucking huge, because <laughs> uh, you want to keep ship pretty general. Yeah until your fleets are fucking huge but once you get to say fleets of like 10 plus ships flying around mm-hmm. um you can be way better off uh instead of having like the biggest possible destroyer class or whatever the fuck i can't remember what the biggest one is at the moment but what, instead of having them all just that because that the maintenance on that is fucking bananas you go in with like three of the biggest class you can take and then like five smaller ones and then five even smaller again ones. And you sort of specialize each ship so that they do certain things. Like they might be great at taking down shields or they might be able to warp into um, the battle faster and stuff like that. And so you're able to really like fuck up your enemies really fucking quickly if you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it can get pretty complicated. Uh, it just like, you've got all these options for like equipping your ships with certain stuff that you make. You can make all these different sort of um, blueprints, but yeah, if you never really take advantage, you're always just sort of using, you always go okay with just the basic stuff, but yeah. Yeah. I've been upgrading my ships. That's about it. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't think I'm far enough in the game to to uh, engage in any combat at the moment or anything like that. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm only on like trying a hundred and something, hmm. or early one hundred. Anyway, yeah, it seems cool. I'm gonna keep playing it when I get time. <laughs> nice. That's the thing at the moment is time. 
time. Yeah. Why is that? What else are you playing? Uh, I can't talk about it. Dota. <laughs> Uh, to say a new patch dropped last month so of course that has been my go-to game quite often (laughs) fair enough yes um what else have we been playing i've played some uncharted 4 not much or a little bit or i just finished the uh intro sequence oh okay yeah and uh i had forgotten that uh Nathan Drake's friend's name was Sully. Okay, what do you think it was? Sam. And so when Sam shows up in the intro, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, hey, <laughs> Sam. I'm like, fuck, that dude's looking skinny. <laughs> he lost, he lost, lost a lot of weight. weight. <laughs> yeah. Prison life has not done him well. How long the fuck has he been in here? I thought they just got in or something. <laughs> um, but yeah. A, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I can see myself playing it in, say, half an hour chunks. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see myself playing it for much longer. I don't like the shooting. I haven't done much of it, but I, I just don't like it or what I've, I've played of it. Like, just, it just feels bad. It just feels off. Yeah. Um, the same way that it always has in the Uncharted series. So, yeah, I'm just not a fan of that. And if I'm going to have to do it a lot, then I'm not very enthusiastic about that. There's not a stack of it. Uh, there's also stealth in the game now. Mm. So you don't have to fight uh, right. in some scenarios. But I did have to fucking hammer square a lot. Square, square, triangle a bit. Square, 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 square. Triangle. You don't have to. There's a button in the options that will disable that. Really? Yeah seems um you can set it to so that when you just press square it'll pretend like it's holding it or mashing it sorry um, oh. so you don't have to mash it anymore you just hold the button hey. it's an accessibility um option fair enough yeah but uh yeah i don't know does that the intro start out with the island is that that part starts out in the orphanage and then you go to the jail island oh. type thing Oh, okay. For some reason, I, st- I thought it started out on the island. No. no. Oh, no. It starts with you driving a boat. Yeah, towards the island, right? Yeah, towards the island, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. Um, I'll probably get into it, right? You will. It's good. It gets very actioning. Right. Um, it's just the combat. I just, yeah. No, it's just a lot of talking so far. It's just like yappity, 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 yapp. It's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a naughty dog game, then. <laughs> I know, but still. I don't remember Uncharted 2 being like this. I remember Uncharted 2 feeling like awesome. It was just like you were, yeah, this fucking Indiana Jones type, fucking rolling around, kicking ass and shit. But, yeah. it, it'll get there. No. They're building up story. It's, it's the last one, right? They've got to they milk it. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Uh, but yeah, no, gorgeous though. It is utterly gorgeous. Uh, I always get surprised at how much they can drag out of a console, but yeah, they're doing some fucking stuff with this one. Uh, the water effects. I Oh, they're in the boat, yeah. Holy um, shit. <laughs> no, I'm under the water now. I'm swimming underwater. Ah, okay, yeah, cool. And it just looks fucking spectacular, which is really cool. Uh I'm sure it has fish AI, which was a huge, uh, huge note of the Call of Duty Ghosts 
uh, presentation I saw many years ago. They're like, even the fish has AI. We're like, why the fuck would anyone care about that? <laughs> because Call of, Call of Duty said it first. It's true. Um, not Call of Duty. Uh, Mario. Didn't Mario do it at one stage? Have fish AI. Yeah, I thought Mario 64 had something like that. I don't know. And people oh. were making fun of it. Were they? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Um, did you buy that or did you download it? Like, Sorry, uh, did you buy me- it at the store or did you? They sent me a copy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I still had to download 5.5 gigabytes of shit. Yeah, that- that's okay. Um, yeah, it came in this like book and the disc was hidden at the back of the book. <laughs> it's like an art book and it's got a letter from Naughty Dog and all this stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, what else we got? Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Uh, encountered my first hackers the other day. First guaranteed hackers. I've been sus about some motherfuckers a couple of times since, uh, not since the patch, but before the patch. I was like, uh, how was he tracking me through the wall before he saw me on the kill cam? Uh, on this, uh, yeah, I was playing plane against some motherfuckers and uh, this dude was pre-firing on a wall that he couldn't see through. And then when he realized what he'd done, uh, he sent a drone up to, to spot the person so they have an excuse to go kill them. Uh, little did he know that um, that person was playing Valkyrie and they'd thrown a camera up. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching him and I watched him pre-fire and I watched him create his plausible deniability and, yeah, know, uh, it's some fucking bullshit. It's just made me realize how much, like, all these big publishers who are just now getting back into shooter, competitive shooter type stuff mm-hmm. need to focus on some real fucking anti-cheat shit. Mm-hmm. And they have no idea. They're like, oh, you know, people can't cheat on consoles, but people can and will cheat on PC and fuck. People have found ways to cheat on console as well. So, yeah, it's just just one of those things where you're, it, yeah, it's a surprising uh, lack of knowledge from a group. Yeah, yeah, and it can just kill a game. It can. I don't think it's like the information war in Rainbow Six is such that um, it's definitely uh, a huge advantage to be able to see through walls. Um, but yeah, it's not that devastating. Uh, I think aimbots would be a lot worse, but people don't seem to be using them yet. I haven't seen any people using them yet. Um but yeah, I don't know. They just got to get on that shit. Uh, I, you know, I just report. I report people um, if I think they're cheating, but I try not to do it if I'm not at least like eighty percent sure. Because I don't think there's any necessarily any harm in it, but I do think that clogging up the system with making them investigate uh, false positives isn't really helping. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Nice. I still can't play, so that's handy. 
<laughs> next week. Next, hopefully, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what else is there? Uh, we've got our, our fantasy movie league starting or well, started. Yes, now it started uh, this week. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, summer of 2016. We needed something to do while fantasy basketball had uh, stopped. So, yeah. movies was the next obvious choice. Of course. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I, uh, do you know what's going on? <laughs> I, s- I sort of know what's going on. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, my wife is playing. Yeah. And uh, she, my wife. And uh, she has been talking about all these fucking strategies. And she's got, she's got a fucking plan. Like, I would not be surprised if she wins Uh, because she has some fucking game plans. I mean, while I'm like, uh, pick movies that I have any idea about. Hey, I've heard about this. I've heard about this. I watched Sue Tobe here on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can go in there. So, I'll um, I'll describe kind of what what it is. Mm. Um. So everybody that's in, um, uh, I, I guess our group, uh, each week picks a selection from. Uh, they've all got eight screens. Uh, everyone in this group, and uh, each week. So basically, you run like a cineplex. You yeah, run like a. You're running a pretend cinema. Yeah. Um, and and so each week, um, basically in the US they do box office totals, and that just depends on how much money uh, a film makes, and so. Uh, each screen that you've got, you allocate a, a film to, uh, and you've got to fill up at least eight screens. Now, you don't have to, but it's usually a good idea to do that. If and you then, don't fill up all eight, you get like a negative two million to your yeah, gross for the per, week or some shit. Per screen that you haven't yeah. used. Uh, and then each film has a like a dollar sign attached to it. So, you've got a limit of how much you can spend each week. So, the idea is to to kind of... Get a get your budget and then uh, pick films where you think you'll make the most box office out of it. So, for instance, um, I guess what's the big movie this week is X Men. Okay, yeah, it's coming out. Or yeah, it's come out in Australia. It's coming out uh, in the US this week. Is it not out in the US yet? No, I have to make some changes. Uh, yeah. So X Men says the big one uh, this week, and and they'll do estimates and like kind of rough guesses as to how much they think that movie is worth out of their pool and they'll assign it a um like a worth in this case it's for this week it's 735 dollars and each cinema complex has a thousand dollars to use so you can put that on one screen and that's it you can't put it on a second screen at all um but in saying that you get the total box office for that week allocated uh at the end sorry at the end of the week it goes into your total so the idea is to try and get more money than anybody else um, but in saying that, it's not always a good idea to choose what could be the highest grossing movie. So this week there's X-Men Apocalypse, uh, Angry Birds, and then Alice through the looking glass. So the, probably the three big films. Um, and then after that, there's what 12 other films you can pick from. So you might not want to go with X-Men. You might want to pick, um, say a couple of, something that's not going to cost you as much, but in the end will make you more money than what, uh, say, betting all your money on X-Men will do. 
So it's taking risks like that that will kind of determine where you end up. Um, and there is a, a right selection each week. They'll they'll post that and let you know what was the best uh, the best one you could have chosen. But that's not determined until uh, you know the week's up. Nobody knows at the moment <laughs> what how much of a movie will make. Yep. So yeah, it's just kind of taking risks and figuring it out. So. I don't know. It should be interesting. I think it'll take us a couple of weeks to kind of figure out what we should be doing, but um, yeah, it should be fun. Should be fun. I uh, just just went and changed all my uh, my, my lineups, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, to try and fucking I don't know save my shit. Because so, what'd you put? <laughs> Are you going to tell me what you put? Yeah, I'll tell you what I put. Okay, I I now have. The half twin multi plukes. <laughs> okay. Uh, has X Men Apocalypse. Okay. Uh, banking on a big opening weekend, hopefully. Uh, Civil War. Okay, so you've now spent nine hundred and something dollars, <laughs> nine hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Yep. Uh, uh, no, is it? Is it nine hundred? Just, just shy nine hundred. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the nice guys. Which I went and saw on Monday, and it's fucking amazing. And I, like, literally everyone listening, I want you to go and watch this movie at the cinemas. Give them your money. It's fucking spectacular. It's basically uh, The Last Boy Scout, but uh, everyone involved, like, gives a fuck. Uh, you've got, like, Russell Crowe mm-hmm. uh, is this, like, fat bruiser dude who uh, basically... Uh, it seems like he got kicked out of the police academy or so, uh, police force or something, and now he goes around just being a thug yep. for money. And then you've got uh, Ryan Gosling as this uh, private eye. Are you spoiling the film for me? No. I've not seen any trailers. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm kind of. Uh, no, these these <laughs> are just the basic details. And, uh, and they both fucking kill it in this movie. They're both spectacular. They're hilarious. Um, and yeah, 100%. I, I loved it. I loved it to bits. Cool. So go see it. Yep. All um, right. So you've spent $940 on X-Men on one I've, screen. I've now Captain spent America. 920 bucks, I'd say. And the nice guys. No, I'm calculating it now. You spent oh. $940 okay. <laughs> on three screens out of your $1,000 budget. And then I have five screens of The Darkness. Okay. Yeah. The Darkness, how much is that? That's $11. Okay. Yep. So, I've, I've got five bucks left. Cool. Uh, I have picked... I've gone with a, a gamble. Yep. Uh, I picked Alice Through the Looking Glass. Okay. That's my first screen. Uh, is that opening this coming weekend? Yes. They're going head-to-hand with X-Men. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So, I'm either going to get destroyed. Where can you see that information? Because it's not like it shows you on the fucking website or anything. It shows you, like, what people tend to pick and stuff like that. But I think you need to go to, Do you need to like, Google the research it. vault or uh, something like that, maybe. Uh, or Google. I'm not sure. Uh, and then I went three Captain Americas. Okay. Um, so, what's that? That's 850? No. Yeah, 800. Yeah, and then I went for for love and friendship. Oh no, nine hundred and fifty, and you've picked what the fuck is for love and friendship? I don't know, but it's new. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. And it was cheap. It was not from Jane Austen's novella, 
The beautiful and cunning lady Susan Vernon visits the estate of her in-laws to wait out colorful rumors of her dalliances and to find husbands for herself and her daughter. Yeah. Two young men, handsome Reginald de Courcy and wealthy Sir James Martin, severely complicate her plans. I've got a dollar left. Kate Beckinsale and Chloe Svigunini. Yeah. You've got a buck left, huh? Buck left. I went right down there. <laughs> uh, okay. People are not picking Hallis Trigger looking <laughs> What the fuck is a bigger splash? An American couple, Paul and Marianne, spend their vacation in Italy and 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 experiences trouble when the wife invites a former lover and his teenage daughter to visit, which leads to jealousy and dangerous sexual liaisons. Mm. Sounds fucking awful. Like, so bad. Apparently, The Angry Birds was kick-ass last week. Yeah, made bank last week, but it's still an expensive film. Uh-huh. So, it's $606. It's more than half your budget. I did have The Angry Birds in as my first pick before X-Men, but dropped yeah. it. Uh, it's a... Yeah. It, it could be a good choice. Um, I don't know. Mm. Uh, so, this is actually a... This weekend, I think, is a four-day weekend as well. Um, I think there's a holiday in the States. Right. reading that somewhere. Um, so, yeah, I think it takes into account eight days rather than a seven-day total. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. I guess um, we'll see how everyone goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't make a change, though, because don't go stealing my, my lineup. Who, as if I would, as if I would, why would you accuse me of that? Because I've, I've got you on record now. Of course. And I said, I picked X-Men, Civil War, Nice Guys, The Darkness Twice, and Love and Friendship three times. I said that. Everyone can hear me. You didn't pick Love and Friendship. Yes, I did. Three times, I said. Fuck. No, you didn't. Yeah, we went over this. Because <laughs> you were like, what's Love Are and Friendship? I think you're sick. You're crazy. Stop stealing my films, you fuck. <laughs> uh, classic. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll talk about it next week when we have any idea if anything we did worked. Yeah. And by anything we did, I mean when I stole your idea. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um, we've, we've got some... Um, We've got some people from our fantasy league, basketball fantasy league in here as well, but we've also recruited some new people, which yep. should be interesting. Yep. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, um, should we talk about Overwatch? Overwatch, yep. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, it's always fun when you're recording on Skype and it's like, would you like to upgrade? Oh, no. You. No, I'm fucking recording something. <laughs> Leave me alone. No way. Uh, yeah. Uh, Overwatch. It's out officially yep. now. Yep. You'd think that being that it's only been out for two days, people would be a little less caustic. No, get good. But you would think wrong. Uh, the amount of times I've typed the words, it's only just come out. Don't be jerks. People don't know everything yet. Too damn high. Too many times. 
I was telling some dude today, uh, we're playing, I think it was uh, Temple of Anubis, I think it's called. And uh, he was sitting there and we lost. Uh, and he was sitting about, I don't know, 10 meters away from the fucking objective area that he that we needed someone to walk into. Just pinging in with, uh, with the archer dude, just trying to get kills. And, uh, and I've said very, very, very calmly and, uh, not even like calmly for me, like calm for a normal person, just, Hey dude, you got to get in on the point. And then I typed it as well. And, uh, everyone on my team is like, fuck you. Oh, you think we don't fucking know that? Oh, oh, I thought it hurt you. And I'm like, no, I was just letting, I was just letting, uh, this guy ninja something, no, because he didn't go in to to trigger overtime, and I was I, I just want him to know that if he goes on the objective, then we don't lose the game. And they're like, "Fuck off! How do I mute people?" Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. It's like I just I'm just trying to inform people. Like, why are you guys so angry? I'm not even like being a dick about this, and I could be. I could just rage out. I do like I I don't I don't actually hold down my mic button but I do swear quite a bit when people are fucking hopeless at the game but then I'm like oh hey it's only just out don't be a dick just calm the fuck down uh, they'll work it out but uh yeah Jesus Christ people in that game are so fucking shitty and like uh, Ha- like inter-team chat is fucking awful as well. People are just fucking cocks to one another. Way worse than anything I've seen in like Rainbow. And in Rainbow, it gets a bit bit snippy. People get a bit snippy. They're like, oh, you know, easy game, easy life. <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, nah. In this, people will just fucking ramp all the way up immediately. They're just straight to... Straight to 100. Oh, you... And you have to turn on swears because it's a Blizzard game. Uh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> yeah. You fuckholes can't play for shit. And it's like, um, yeah, a lot of people are just getting the game. Oh, I can't believe it was over that quick. You guys are fucking awful, etc., etc. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? You won. Why aren't you happier? You won the game. But no, people fucking like to be angry. The best, the best chatter I see is uh, after a really close game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing, I think it's Lijiang Tower, um, and it's one of those maps where both teams can like like have to battle over the one point in the middle, um, and. Yeah, we won the first round rather handily uh, and then lost the second round despite our best efforts. Uh, and we had a fucking bastion literally sitting above the fucking capture point who decided to keep shooting stuff instead of just going in when he could have stopped the fucking cap. <sighs> but um, then on the third point, we managed to get it to 80% and then they held it all the way to 90%. And we managed to drag it back off them to win the game. Hmm. And it like, and it, as it was going into overtime, one of their players was like, "Oh, GG, shit team!" 
And uh, when we won, uh, everyone, like all 11 other people in the game, started piling on this dude. They're like, oh, fucking what the fuck were you talking about? Maybe you should have spent more time playing instead of fucking shitting on the other team. You're fucking worthless, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone, everyone really banded together to really make this dude realize he should hate himself for being a fuckwit. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's the best best time I've had in the game is when we all pile on on one person for being a dickhead. Yeah. The good uh, thing is, is, though, that you can go in there and say, I don't want to play this person again. Can you? Yeah. Oh. If you go to um, the recent oh. players page under, I think, social. Yeah. But you have to leave uh, the matchmaker. You have to enter a new phase of matchmaking. Uh, okay. If you just keep playing, it'll just keep dumping you in the same game mm-hmm. with them over and over again. Forever. Uh, but yeah. What do you think? What do you think of the game? Yeah, I still like it. Um, I, I don't think it's amazing at, yeah. at the moment. I still think it's got some work to go on with it, but um, it's very still polished. But yeah, I'm still having fun with it. Um, it's just not as, I guess, it's not as complex as where I'd, I'd like my shooters. Yep. <laughs> that's my my biggest thing with at the moment. It's not it's not as competitive. Maybe once they put in ranked play, that might be pretty cool. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, it's really. You know, runs amazing. Uh, I'm getting like 144 frames, so it's maxed out uh, on my PC. Uh, yep. Looks really cool. The art's art's nice, um, and it's yeah, it's very the, the way they've done it all is very um, I don't know, it's very accessible. Yeah, uh, and it feels good. Like it, it for their first for it being their first shooter, um, pr- feels pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I, I, it's very, very, very polished. Um, they've really nailed that. I don't think it has. I, I, we talked about it before, but I don't think it has the skill ceiling that I need mm-hmm. to require me to remain interested. Like it's cool for fifteen minutes, like load it up and play a game. Or if I know five other people are going to be playing, or at least three other people are going to be playing, then I'll play alongside other people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, playing on my own for more than one round just is sort of, it gets a bit boring pretty quickly just cause I know, I don't know. I've already done it. I've done it a lot. I know all the, I know all the characters and all the interactions. I know what to do if, you know, if they've got a bastion and a Torbjorn just sitting down trying to camp, then you just fucking, you mercy it up or you fire them and ping them from ages away and they can't do shit about it and Mm -hmm. um yeah you got options and i know all the options and so i can solve all the little in-game puzzles that get presented and so it doesn't really like they're not there's not a lot of skill-based puzzle work i think that's the problem like even as the precision shooters um yeah a lot of the time the really powerful shit you can do uh, isn't all that precision based like fucking the dead eye on um what's his face McCree yeah. is pretty much just uh stand still and win like wait you just have to fucking trigger it and uh yeah they die or Soldier, Soldier 76 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or literally auto aim fucking 
that one's garbage. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's just not enough precision, I guess, for me. I need more... Uh, I need it to require more of me because as it is, I find myself having the most fun as either Junkrat or Farah literally just... Uh, like, literally because their weapons are... They have travel time. They're not hit scan. They're... <laughs> Um, like the rockets have to, you have to lead and the junk rat, the grenades you have to lead and bounce correctly. And so I get a lot of, I get a shitload. Like I, I think every time I play junk rat on D, um, I will be the number one kills on my team just cause you spend enough time shooting a grenade launcher in fucking quake. And they've modeled it pretty close to the quake grenade launcher, which is fantastic. Uh, so I've already, yeah, I've already got the timing down. Farah's rockets are a little bit slower than I'd like, but they're not like doom slow, which is good. And they do a good amount of damage. So uh, once you get the timing of that down, you can fuck people up. Um, still, like a Farah versus a McCree one-on-one uh, in a close situation... Mm-hmm. McCree will win, or if he if McCree can headshot, um, then McCree will win, um, which I think puts the I don't know gives the hit scan weapons a bit bit of an advantage over Farah, even though I think Farah has a higher skill ceiling required of her. I don't know; it's complicated because there's there's more to it than that because her Q is also a sort of fire and forget sort of thing as well, so. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I, I just need I, I need more complexity, I guess. There's a new map, Route sixty six or something. Have you seen it? Uh, is it the one with the crest, the the bus at the start or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played that one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's almost it's like li- the v- most team fortressy map I've seen in the game. Uh, holy shit, it reminds me so much of that fucking Western-themed Team Fortress map. Mm. Uh, not that I can remember what it's called. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's a interesting map, though. It's similar in design to Hollywood, I think. Uh, it sort of has that winding sort of path yep. that can take a little bit of time to, for people to really understand the shortcuts and the short paths through, which is cool. But, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I like the the things that it does around it, like your player of the game or the play of the game, and, and that sort of thing. That's really well done, and how it saves it as well. Once, once, um, you know, once you get that. So if you got a uh, player play of the game, then it just saves that onto your uh, your account somewhere. I don't know how long it lasts. If it just keeps on going, or if it's just like a it saves ten and then that's it. <laughs> it just keeps overriding itself. Do you know how that works? Or uh, no. No, no idea. Anyway, yeah, so that's cool. Um, and just stuff like the loot system is interesting. Garbage. Yeah. Um, like I don't understand uh, how that really. It just seems like a crate is a crate, and you just get random stuff out of it. Yep. Um, I'm always getting sprays and fucking icons. Did you seriously get a purple? And it was fifty coins. Yeah, it was my I first would purple. Be- Fucking mad. But That's I did. Garbage. I don't know what coins are. That was the thing. I was like, oh, okay. I got coins. Why, yeah. Why do so coins? 
And I so, didn't look it up. Yeah, they all like all the good shit costs two hundred and fifty minimum. All the really good shit costs a thousand. I got a hundred and fifty yeah. coins as a purple, and I thought that was fucking bullshit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. How do you how do you have coins as a fucking reward? Jesus Christ. Uh, it's bad enough that I'm, I've already gotten shitload to double up. So I had one fucking loot box that was just double ups. Uh. Oh, and the other thing I don't like is the end, uh, the end status screen where you're voting on people. Apparently, that doesn't mean shit. Like nothing doesn't bring anything to the table. No. Yeah. You're just voting for fucking. I thought you got extra XP or something if you got like epic. Do you? I think so. Well, maybe it does, but <laughs> I don't know. I was asking Zoreen today, and she's like, I don't think it does anything. Um, yeah, because it just seems like, I don't know, whenever people were voting, I couldn't tell if it was doing something. Uh, okay, if it does do something, then it doesn't make a very clear job of saying it's doing something. It just seemed like a voting screen at the end. Yeah. Uh, I have seen it, like, ding a couple of times where you get either more than five or then more than ten votes. Mm-hmm. something like that then it, it changes color but it didn't seem like like it didn't come and say all right this person's getting more xp or they're getting a what i thought could be like a loot drop or something but no it's just it seemed like just pretend money pretend points but if it's more if it's more xp then that's that's fine um it just didn't make that clear yeah and um, from what i was reading it just seemed like I don't seem to be alone. Nobody, other people are saying that it should do something, but it doesn't seem like it does. I yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Anyway, that's something that I thought stood out. Mm. Um. Anyway, much else to add on that one at the moment, or not really? Uh, I will continue to play, but as I said, only if other people are around. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll play it when I get time, but yeah. Oh, got to play Dota. Got to play Dota. Got to get my MMR up. Of course. I don't know why. Should we do some news? Let's do some news. There's not much. Not um, much. Do you know why? Why? Because it's four weeks before E3. Yeah, not even. One, two, three weeks. Fucking hell. Something like that. Well, heck. But that's cool because you at home can now go and experience the E3. Oh. If you want to. If you want to. And are in LA. And are in LA. Um, E3 has announced they're doing E3 Live, which is a new event for gamers, they're calling it. Uh, It starts the same day as E3. Right. And ends the same day as E3. Okay. Uh, It's not going to be at the the main place they normally have it, uh, which is the convention center. Um, this one will be at uh, LA Live, I believe it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's near though. Near yeah, Miami. it's like two blocks away or something. Um, and from what they're saying, I think it was free. It's free and there's limited tickets. Limited tickets, yes. Hmm. And there will be a large-scale music concert, concert uh, with tickets starting at 50 bucks called Pokemon Symphonic Evolutions. Yeah. It's got a limited list of uh, exhibitors as well. Alienware, Oculus, Frito-Lay, what the fuck? Uh, Vive, Loot Crate, Monster, Twitch, Ubisoft, and Warner Brothers are going to be in attendance. Um, 
at the main E3, which is still happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's shitloads more than that. Yeah, it seems like their way of, like, they're, they're trying to find a way to stay relevant um, yep. as, you know, more publishers start pulling out and doing their own thing to engage audiences directly rather than going through media. Um, yep. I guess the organizers uh, of E3, yeah, trying to figure out what they can do to kind of evolve the, uh, the exhibition. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a good way of going about it. I, this could be like a test, I think. Yeah. Um, what, I, where I think they should go is, is have E3 be a, um, you know, a, a media slash, uh, developer or like an entertainment industry, um, event, but you can also do it like with Gamescom where they open it up to the, to the public for a couple of days. Um, oh yeah yeah that'd be a decent way to do it although I mean yeah it's Gamescom has its own challenges hmm yeah yeah but if like if more publishers start pulling out or they don't even return next year and and, then continue doing their own thing then yeah I think they need to look at the format and how they can do it because you get to a stage where like for me it's not worth going over there like I'm not going this year again. Um, I, I've spoken to a lot of people who aren't going again this year because it's just not it's not feasible. Because uh, yeah, yeah. just so many publishers have pulled out, and it just doesn't seem worth it at this stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're doing like stuff separate from E3, and it's like, well, I mean, am I just gonna have to spend three weeks in LA or some shit at this point? Like, nah. yeah. And then also, like, yeah, extra accommodation. Um, you know, the majority of the stuff that you do see isn't hands-on. It's all presentations or interviews with developers. Um, it's it's worth it to go to somewhere like Gamescom uh, because most of that stuff is actually hands-on. Um, so you get some people get more out of that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just in a weird place at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's odd. Hmm. Anyway, E3, three weeks. Yeah. Uh, Oculus has released a patch for their, um, I guess, their game service. I'm not sure. It's their DRM service. Or, yeah, it is the DRM on their game service. So, when you want to play Oculus-specific games. Yeah. So, basically, the Oculus... Uh, games that are tied to um, the Oculus specifically uh, that you can't use other headsets for. People hacked it and uh, made other headsets available. Yeah. But since then, Oculus has now patched it to stop that from happening. But according to the people that uh, made the mod, it's now made it easy for them to get around it. So, what, what actually <laughs> happened uh, was, yeah, basically they patched it to protect the integrity of the Oculus store and this, uh, and it destroying revive, which is the program that people use to get around, uh, using, uh, like to use a vive along like with Oculus games and shit. Um, yeah, the, the program got taken out along with it. And so the developer who made revive, investigated another way to do it. And what happened is he found that 
instead, like the the only way for Revive to continue to work was to just turn the DRM off. Mm. And that's not just the uh, that's not just the like protection for Oculus's like exclusive bullshit. That's all DRM. Yeah. Which means that people can now just play Oculus games using Revive. Uh, and it just tells, like, Revive just tells them that they own the games no matter what. It turns off ownership checks. Yep. So no longer checks to see if you own the game. It's fucking bananas. And obviously Facebook are going to work to shut that down, but fuck them. They shouldn't be trying to shut, they shouldn't be trying to fucking wall this shit in. Yeah. The, uh, a uh, Someone hit me up on Twitter. A listener hit me up on Twitter to link me to the selling the Oculus Rift sales uh, subreddit. Okay. And after news of them shutting down Revive came out, there were like literally hundreds of people trying to get it out. Hmm. People are just trying to sell their fucking Oculuses now. They're getting the fuck out. Hmm. People don't want a fucking bar of it. Meanwhile, Vive is having to like restrict... It's uh, pre-order, like it's orders because it can't make enough for the demand. It's fucking bananas. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's not. So I don't know. Like the whole, I've always said from the start, this stuff, it, it work, it'll work well if they do it right. Uh-huh. Uh, and by locking things behind exclusives and, and that sort of stuff is not the best way to go about it. I'm not going to spend $1,200 on a piece of hardware that can only play 30% of the games that are out there. Yeah. Um, I want something that does 100% of the games out there or 80% of the games out there. Yeah. Um, I understand you have to have exclusives, but when your exclusives aren't very good and it's brand new technology that's not that doesn't have a market at the moment, like you can't be locking things down like that. I don't even think I don't even understand why they need exclusives. I don't think they do. Uh, I don't think like if they want exclusives, they should be using the uh, like they should be pushing it to use the nature of the the device. Yeah, device. Yeah, like the Vive has those controllers, and it should either use those controllers or not. It doesn't have to be like well, you can only play it on this game. The the worst thing is the Vive, like the Valve release drivers for the fucking those Razer things, so that if you have an Oculus and therefore don't have the fucking Vive controllers, yeah, uh, you can still play Vive games. Like Valve are going the opposite direction with this shit. It makes me want to buy a Vive. <laughs> Do it. Them being <laughs> like this fucking cool about it. I might. I might. You're crazy. I'll get goofy with this shit. Can you get a Vive and you get your GTX 1080? 1080. Uh, so that's another piece of news. Uh, <laughs> Is there it? any indi- preliminary indications that point to the 1080 costing uh, at least $1,150 in Australia? That's uh, nuts. Uh, yeah. And uh, it would be $900 if you bought it direct from the States. Hmm. Uh, and people are like, well, it's only 15%. That's like GST and shipping. Fuck that. Fuck that shipping. Good God. Uh, yeah. Not on my watch. Yeah, I saw something today that said $1,300. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so it might be up to $1,300, but official word is that those people, like the, those are for pre-orders and they're just trying to like highball people to make sure that they don't pay too little. Yeah, I think I'll stick with what I've got at the moment. Seems to work. <laughs> and I seems to not, I'm still going to get something, but I might just wait for the 1070 at this rate. I don't Why don't you just get two 980s? Why would I do that? It, it costs you less. Would it? Yeah, only like six fifty or something at the moment. Static ice, let's go. Static ice, nine eighty, just the nine eighty. Not uh, a Ti. What do you think? I think nine eighty is fine. You can try a Ti. Two nine eighties. Come on, fuck off with this fucking graphics card, cooler shit. Six fifty. So two of those would be the cheapest one I can find. Is a 630 pallet GeForce GTX 980, and it is yeah 630. So two of those would still be more expensive than one 1080. You lunatic! Hmm. Probably get better frames though. Whatever. <laughs> That's actually you would. Uh, but I you're playing don't. Overwatch, Joe. What do you need? Fucking <laughs> playing Rainbow as well. Uh, what do you need it for? But yes. Uh, so there you go. Uh, I thought I had another piece of news. Where Ah, oh, Rocket League. Rocket League. Has cross-network play. Does it? Between the Xbox One and Steam. Oh, okay. So you can play... Okay, but you still can't play PS4 versus uh, Xbox One. Oh, I thought you could. For some dumb reason. No. So uh, you can play against PC players. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. It's um, just Microsoft and Sony being dumb for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, cool. That's the uh, news. That's the news. That's the podcast. That is the podcast. Um, Damn, we're getting shorter. We need to pick our shit up. You got to stop playing Dota. No, we need we need more games to come out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Witcher three comes out pretty soon, doesn't it? Yeah, next week. We're in a bit of a slump because uh, we're leading into E3, I guess. Yeah. Nobody's talking about things. Nobody's releasing things. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play some more Stellaris, try to work out what the fuck I'm doing, I guess. Uh, but yeah. I played a little bit more of uh, Gems of War, but that's about it. Okay. <laughs> I I can't bring myself to care. Yeah. All, All right. right. It's an email. You know, I love emails. You do. Um, and yeah, right. Tell us, tell us about your favorite movie and how it's only worth a seven on Metacritic because it's also Die Hard. Anyway, uh, the GA podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, we can email us or, or drop us a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash the GA podcast as well. Uh, not as well. Don't put that in the URL. That won't work. Good. But just the GA podcast bit. Good point. Yeah. Without the bit. Yeah. Bit. Um, we're on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, under the gap of the GA Podcast. You'll find us under there. Um, and we're on Twitter at twitter.com slash the GA Podcast. You can go follow us on that as well. Um, and we've got a website, the thegapodcast.com. You can visit the, we- the website and we have things on there, like mm-hmm. when the podcast is out. Yeah. You can learn about it. You can learn that shit. Mm. Otherwise, Good times. Uh, we're both on Twitter. I'm at twitter.com slash Luke Laurie, L-A-W-R-E, or survivor.com. You can read my articles. 
uh, up on that side at the moment. Cool. Yes, my I think Battleborn went up last week. Yes. It, oh yeah. Okay. My Battleborn review went up last week. How'd that go? Uh, I gave it a seven point five. Oh, okay. So uh, that's a doom score. Yeah, time to remove you from Metacritic, motherfucker. <laughs> better than better than Doom. Oh. Better than Doom. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I uh, actually, if you want to read something interesting about Overwatch, head to RedBull.com. I didn't write it. Uh, Jaden Perry wrote it, but I talked to some pro players from the Australian Overwatch scene just before the game went live, which is pretty cool. One of them got, one of the teams got picked up by the Chiefs the day the article went live, which is pretty amusing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you can check me out. I am now the, uh, I'm the editor. I don't, I don't even know if you can sign up for it, actually. I think it might be an industry-only mag, but I'm now the uh, yeah editor of the weekly mcv pacific magazine which is pretty cool yeah. is well, that all that sweet bethesda money you got oh yeah your own magazine started my own mag uh i got i got so much sweet bethesda money that i'm now working uh as an editor on two different sites because uh, i'm rolling in the cash and that's why i've got two different fucking jobs that i need to get on <laughs> plus freelancing yeah uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Did I write anything? No, I didn't write anything. I'll probably have something out by the end of the week. I'm not sure what. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool. That's it for this week. Uh, we're, we're doing uh, Z Town on the weekend. <laughs> we have a bigger crew as well. Do we? Yeah, we got the CNET guys coming. Oh yeah, we do too. Are they in Team Red though? Uh, they are. Yes. Lucky. I Lucky. believe. Yeah, they better be. I told them to I'll go take, on Team Red. Take great pleasure in fucking ruining them. Yeah, so I think we got like a decent squad of like pretty cool seven or something now. I've got new guns. I oh, do. You? Yes, I do. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, should be good. I've got to. i got to get some fucking some uh, straps though. I've got to make sure my outfit is. I'm outfitted correctly. Oh, okay. I have a holster uh, this time, so yeah. Are you? Uh, where's your boombox going? No, no boombox. <laughs> None Are of you, that. You're not wearing any John Cena clothes. I'm wearing John Cena. You and your John Cena. We've got to do it. Uh, I might wear John Cena, but I'm not carrying around a fucking boombox. Why not? Barely, what if- I could barely walk. Oh, I might. I've got a portable speaker. I can just bring that. Yeah, I've got a portable speaker. Bring that. Same. You wouldn't let me do it last time. You Because it's funny. I was using a boombox. Yeah, well, then you have to carry the boombox. No. Yeah, that's what I Let's thought. Let's make the CNET guys carry the boombox. Oh, uh, now there's an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Hey, hold this. <laughs> yeah, hold this for a second. <laughs> just run. Run. <laughs> Press play. <laughs> do, 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 do. Classic. All right, that's it. Bye. See ya.